Hey, we're Moms of the Day, and this is Poison Heart. One, two, three, four. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Ramones of the Day, the podcast examining every Ramones song alphabetically from 53rd to the word zero. I'm Molly. And I'm Philip. And today we have very special guest Elise Atkinson, all the way from Nashville, Tennessee. Hey, thanks for having me. Thank you for being here with us. Um, Elise is were, is part of the podcast Decline of the Western Civilization, which you can find on iTunes. Definitely. On the internet. On the internet. Okay, great. On the internet. Where are you podcast? Wherever <laughs> podcasts happen. Um, I guess are sold for free. <laughs> today we are discussing uh, Poison Heart, which is off 1992's Mondo Bizarro. Uh, this is the Ramones' 12th studio album. Ed Stasium is at the helm of this one. Mm-hmm. And Poison Heart was written by Dee Dee and Daniel Ray. Yes. Uh, I want to also throw in that there's some controversy. There's a lot of controversy with the song, but there's another person who claims to have written this song. Or oh, really? It. And his name is Joe Stabnik. Huh. S-Z-T-A-B-N-I-K. Where'd you find that info? I found that on YouTube, and you're going to have to stay tuned for more. What? <laughs> but first, uh, I have a song category for this. Okay, I love it. And this might be up for a vote, okay. if you like. Mm-hmm. But I think it's mental illness slash Ramones love. Ramones they tragic, love. tragic love. Huh. Mental he, illness being, it seems like he is a little suicidal. Really? He wants, he wants to walk out of this world because everyone has a poison heart. He's real down on it. What would you call it then? Well, I don't know if he's necessarily mental illness. I mean, I've certainly had my heart broken before, and it sucked balls. Well, you think it's... See, that's the thing is, I want to call it a love song because it seems sort of like a country song. Sure. <laughs> I can totally see a country singer redoing this yes. song. That'd be a great cover. And so it might be me associating things that aren't actually there. Mm-hmm. But taken at its word, I mean, he's just listing off a bunch of stuff that's awful. I, I don't remember a part where he's like, you walked out on me and took my truck. No, no, no. But I mean, I think the overall oeuvre here is, you know, a sort of a depression of some kind about the state of the, the people in the world in general. But I don't know that mental illness, mm. I mean, mental illness is, is pretty dark. Sure. And I've been in a serious depression a couple of times but I wouldn't have said I was mentally ill I just would have said like I fucking hate people right now <laughs> you know then I'm putting an asterisk I'm calling it political no I'm not <laughs> I think um, isn't this just like an everyone sucks humans are the worst kind of song pretty yeah. much yeah totally. that's true less blaming your own mind more blaming the outworld mind yeah. yes I have some facts, Please. as I'm sure maybe you uh, you also do. Uh, but starting with how many times they played this live, mm-hmm. uh, they played this that I found, according to setlist.fm, 139 times. That is a lot. Does that seem like more than you would have expected? I think so. At least you think that's more or less? Um, That's actually what I expected. It's a single... Well, in a time when they were trying to get back on the road, correct? Yeah, that's yes. true. And it does have its own video, to be fair. Yes, it does. So that's a big deal. I love that video. Mm-mm. You do? But let's talk about the video a little bit. Yeah. 
It's my introduction to it. No way, really? to the uh, Ramones? A long time ago. No, a long, to the song. Oh, to the song. Okay. In the 90s when I first saw the video. Because um, I love, <laughs> I love CJ Ramone at this time. Sure. Um, I was, I am young. I'm 29 at this point. So he was the only Ramone in my time to like be in his 20s. Yeah. And he was a babe. So like this video was just like me being introduced to babe CJ Ramone. Nice. <laughs> thought CJ was a babe. I love that. This is, yeah. this is arguably his prime. Who's you know, CJ? yeah, oh, I mean, like his hair, his hair is phenomenal in this. <laughs> like he's 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 got it all. It's his hair's prime. He's it's his hair's prime. He's the most alive. He's like the most alive of them all. But literally, because yeah. they're all <laughs> old and close to dying. Yeah. yeah. No, uh, not what I was saying. Uh, no, no, no. But I mean, at this point, these guys aren't going to live that much longer. Half of them are not. No, and not to be not to be crass or macabre, if you will. Well, but fact. well, half. I mean, but half the Ramones this time. It's. I mean, it is Marky in him. So yeah, and they're half still gonna make it pretty. That's true. Good. That's yeah. True. Um. Yeah, I wanted to talk about this video too. Yeah, please. Uh, this this is a real '90s video. Oh, so here's my thing about this song as well. I think this song is super '90s, and I think okay. this video is super '90s. <laughs> I, so I want to I want to focus on the video part, please. the the aspects of the video that make it super '90s yeah, to me. Yeah, please, please, please. It feels very clearly inspired by like Nirvana videos. Yeah, what, and t- Tool was the first thing I thought. Is Tool like, is this a is good one. Almost a Tool ripoff video, uh, and just. I don't know. It's just funny to me that they look like they're singing in a, sort of a tunnel or a cave for no, for like, I don't, any reason <laughs> you could imagine. Well, the song is connected to Pet Cemetery too. So is that, that a connection to the video? See, I think you're giving the director too much credit. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure that they wrote I, this song for Pet Cemetery too. Yeah, I made think it, it in. found its way there, but I, you know, I don't know for sure. But they are in a graveyard, uh, aren't they? With like angels and stuff. Wait, are they in a graveyard? Like is it a graveyard? Yeah, there's, there's a graveyard at one point in time. There's like a priest dude and then a bunch of people with like yeah. black paint on themselves. Yeah. It, it looks like there is going to be like an old, like an old shirtless man in black and white with like a spoon or something. It's the same. It's the same. The 90s. Yeah. And it's the same type of thing with like that blind melon song that has nothing to do yes. with bees. That yeah. song is now like intercut it's the same type of thing well i'm just right? wondering if they made the choice to sort of give a nod to that pet cemetery idea knowing probably at the point that they made the video that the song was going to be on the soundtrack i don't know i don't know either but that could be i don't know how the timeline lines up but no it's it's even like down to the color palette of the video and i guess even the song too the, what we're talking about like yeah it's it is very of its time. Not, it's not so in, of its time. Not in a bad way, but yeah, it it's like, it's way, like these guys could have been Crucial Taunt in Wayne's World. Like the sa- same time. What's Crucial Taunt? Crucial Taunt is Cassandra's band. Oh, like, okay, 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 Like okay. that same, <laughs> but that same like, and and like CJ like fits into that. You just realm. pulled that reference right out of your. Did you write that research that? I bet I you... think. I bet I think about the first Wayne's World every single day oh. of my life since. <laughs> I, I mean, 
listen to her music that was made from that movie because I loved Crucial Taunt so much. Oh, <laughs> oh man, that, you guys are killing it. <laughs> well, uh, and, and to tie it back to Elise's thing, Wayne's World is directed by Penelope Spheris, who directed Decline in Western Civilization. Uh, uh-huh. So, cool. full circle. Yeah, full circle. Uh, I'd love to know more about what you like about the video, Elise. Yeah. Oh, I just, Gosh. again, it's just uh, hit me at a correct time. <laughs> like, because you were young apart. in the moment. Like, were you watching this video on MTV? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was introduced to this, already knowing the Ramones as a bigger idea, but not understanding they were still making music. Mm. Really loving Mondo Bizarro, and then having someone else in my personal life reintroduce the song to me. It's just all tying in, mm. just into it. That's nice. Yeah, it's so interesting because in general, I'm not really a fan of their later stuff per se, but I love the point of view of you coming from a little bit younger than me and saying, you know, I was a teenager in the 90s and... This had a big effect. Were you a teen? I mean, I guess I was a teenager no, she in was. the 90s. You were a teenager, a teenager in the 90s. 90s. She was... She's like a baby. A baby who's in a CJ. But I guess maybe... <laughs> I was I was a slick a baby was in the baby CJ. Hair, and he was actually moving and not stiff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but I mean that's why they brought him into the band, right? Is like let's get some blood pumping in around here, dudes. <laughs> to steal his youth. Steal his youth. <laughs> uh, um, this uh, this song, I I couldn't really find too much context for it, but it wasn't like a super hit but it did peak at number six hmm. on the modern rock charts in 1992. Really? Which is pretty... That's good. Yeah, but that's all... But I mean, like, I think that goes to, like, it is... It feels very 90s. It feels like it's, it's not in a bad way, a very commercial song. It's super 90s at the time when this was happening, super so, hard, yeah. Yeah, so it's as 90s. It's like... I think this is one of the most 90s songs they've got. Yeah. <laughs> Um, a couple other facts real quick. Uh, Please. The Dead Boys, Stiv Baders. Yeah. Stiv? Is that Stiv Bader. Stiv Bader. His real name was Stiv, was actually Steve, what was it? Hash. Oh, I'm not sure. Sorry. Going into terrible. Him and Dee Dee were huge, like, really, really close. Yeah. yeah. Super tight together. bros. Oh. And he did a cover of this song. And uh, Flo and Eddie from the band, oh, I didn't write it down. Uh, the turtles. The turtles. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Do backup vocals on this song. Yeah. Right. And the reason why they're yeah. called Flo and Eddie is because they can't uh, legally use the name the turtles yeah. or their real names in any yes. musical context. Yes. Man, that's, that's a bad themselves. Bad contract, right? Yeah. Then when you can't even use your real name. Wow. <laughs> in music shows. The turtles. I. Actually, I used to do burlesque, and I have a dance somewhere out there on film to the Turtles' chief. Very PC. Thank you, the Turtles. But um, <laughs> they were doing, like, breakbeaty stuff in, like, the 60s. The Turtles are so cool. Mm. I was really excited to see them on there. Well, these guys apparently are still kicking it, and they're on this song. And it makes sense, I think, in a way, because I think the Ramones would be big fans of the Turtles, too. Yeah, they that's, seem like they'd be right. into the Turtles. Yeah. yeah. Pretty poppy English '60s band. Oh, oh yeah, hell yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Did you find the other covers of this song too? Uh, I actually didn't go too far into the covers. Which one are you talking about? Uh, the band Him or H I M? No, they did a cover of it, and it sounds goth and country and terrible. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so bad. 
It's goth and country and terrible. And terrible. Up next, Tim. (laughs) So bad. Man. Like, it kind of did turn out that way. Absolutely. Uh, And Sir Bam Margera loved it or some shit. Whatever that band does. I don't know. (laughs) Um, So I wanted to double back to the, the... claim of this guy uh joe stabnik yeah please i didn't find anything so yeah uh it's a youtube video um so uh, it's a youtube video of like a interview he did on the radio but he talks he tells a story about uh meeting dd and him having this like book of uh lyrics and them wanting to like it it all he he can tell it better basically they they just kind of like play with him at a studio and they have this and then he plays this really sort of like bluesy country type version of Poison Heart and then there's versions of Dee Dee playing it hit on his own around this time there's also very like a bluesy country more acoustic guitar than you thought he would ever be around <laughs> uh, um, in doing this and it's a different it's a different tone Wait, so you're saying you found those songs online and you heard yes, them? Yes, And so you're saying that you found a version by this guy or you just found versions by Dee Dee that were similar to what this guy said he did? No, I found a version by this guy mm-hmm. and his and his band, I think it's New York Junk. Okay. Um, a version that they did and then bookended with a story of him talking about helping write it. Huh. Now, I don't know how much he helped write it. I don't okay. know. But, um... But then, yeah, then there are versions of Dee Dee doing it. And it's like, you. I don't think it's like a live video of him, but it's, I wouldn't be surprised if it's like a Dee Dee Unplugged type thing where uh-huh. it's like, he's on a stool, he's on a stool, there's sweaters, you know, that type of thing is happening. It's, and it's, and it's, and it's good. And I feel like it sort of betrays, not in a bad way, it betrays that kind of country Western hmm roots in there it it i don't know i i keep saying that i can't remember now if anybody else agrees that you said the hymn song has like country and goth <laughs> but i mean of this, i've always got a country vibe from the ramones version just this song really yes no i maybe i'm hearing it now that you're saying it but it never dawned on me while i was listening to it i think it's because th- just the name poison heart Kind of sounds like a country thing. Okay, And yeah. maybe it's the way that Joey sings it, too. Mm-hmm. It's There's a little bit of a drawl, kind of. I don't want to say it's like a country drawl, but yeah, it, there's yeah. a little bit of something happening. And it just, it seems like, like we're saying, everything sucks. The level of everything sucks, everybody sucks, is not, <laughs> and I hope they blow up. It's, it's really pedestrian. Mm-hmm. I want to walk out of this world. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, uh, that seems like old yeah. country song to me. So, yeah, hmm. I, I vote I vote for country. Maybe that's its that's its song category. The one lone country song. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Um, those uh, are all the facts. I've got, I've got more? two more facts, actually, okay. that are sort of sidebar facts. Uh, Poison Heart was the name of Viramone King's autobiography. Yes. And apparently, Poison Heart was the name of Dee Dee's biography, autobiography, and it got changed to Lobotomy by, uh, I want to say it was Lester Bangs or Neil... Legs McNeil. Legs McNeil or one of those guys who did the foreword for it, and he ended up changing the title to Lobotomy from Poison Heart. 
Oh, really? And uh, I was reading somebody's take on it. Uh, I don't have the website that I got it from. They were just saying that they didn't think that Lobotomy was a better title for the book than Poison Heart. And I actually kind of agree with that. I, uh, yeah. I, I think, totally agree. I think Lobotomy is a bit too on the nose it's, for Dee Dee. It's it, like... It's that thing that always happens where, like, you know, uh, Robert Plant's biography will be called Stairway. You know, it's like you yeah. have to name it after the biggest thing. Yeah, I mean, anyway. Have you read any of the uh, autobiographies, Elise? No, I have not. Oh, man. They're, they're all gems, by the way. <laughs> they're just all so I, good. I don't know if you've read... Have you read Poison Tart? The Vera? No, but I want to now. I have. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's, I'm, it's, it's good. It's next up on my queue, for sure. It's, it's good. I'm, I'm, I'm so ready for it. Like, I read literally... <laughs> All of them, you know, I like, read all of them. And I just kind of needed to take a break where I wasn't just hearing yeah. that because it's the same freaking story. It's just told by a different <laughs> crazy person. So <laughs> <laughs> now I think I've had a good enough time where I can come back to it and sure. hear the story again from the woman who fucked one of the guys that did the thing. You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I almost forgot to mention one fact. Yeah, there's you a good fact. Else? Go for it. I'm going to see if it's the same one that you got. Nope, you say it and okay, I'll tell you. Uh, this was given to the band, the song, oh, ding, 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 yep. uh, as basically payment for the band bailing Dee Dee out of jail. Yes. Nice. Uh, Wasn't there a few, like three songs technically? Yes, I, this is one of the three songs. Right now the other yeah. names are escaping right. me, but cool. it's, it's... Also, how badass is that? Like you owe somebody a lot of money and you're like, here, just take this poem I wrote. <laughs> and they're like, cool. Kind of yeah. But also kind of a dick move. <laughs> you think sure. it was a dick move? Yeah, On whose part? <laughs> On Dee Dee's part? Totally Dee Dee's part. Absolutely. Oh, really? You think? Jeff, I mean, like, thanks, dudes, but, like, here's this music. I don't know. It is The interaction seems terrible, but I'm sure it was great and wonderful. And well, I, I actually, I think that no. they probably wanted songs from Dee Dee, and Dee Dee was like, no, man, I'm a rapper now, or whatever. I think... I think it's probably closer to he was in trouble and he called the only people who could help him. And they said, yeah, if you give us some songs instead of just showing up, like if you yeah. got thrown in jail tomorrow yeah, and you called me up and said, can you help me out? I'm like, well, I mean, if you record, you know, like, yeah. no, no, the friendly way is to just help. Yeah. But instead this was sort of like, you got something out of it. It was a dick move on the band's part. Yeah. 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 Oh, and this is actually, I didn't realize this is an album where, like, there's actually no all. No, okay. none. Uh, there's this no is what? No DD at all. Oh, no DD at all. Yeah, that's what I'm saying is he wasn't even with the band anymore. So I think, I think, it, honestly, I think the band loved DD's songs. And I, it is kind of a dick move for them to be like, yeah, we'll bail you out if you give us these songs, if mm -hmm. that's what they did. But also, I think it was a way for them to get the goods. If Dee Dee's just like, sure. I'm not dealing with you guys anymore, I'm done with this, and they're like, but we still really want your songs, <laughs> then, I don't know. We've got this sexy baby over here <laughs> covering that part, but now we need your songs. <laughs> to make a cohesive album, though, you totally need Dee Dee songs. You I really like Mondo Bizarro, too. I Great. Really um, later, later remote is my jam i don't know why but I, I, it came out that way <laughs> <laughs> it's you if you don't have to apologize to anybody you don't have to apologize to us no you definitely don't um, 
Joe Bizarro is one of those things that I've like gotten drunk like at a party and been like, I'm gonna talk about this for like an hour and just like great. What do you love about the album? And terrible. Yeah, what what now's your chance, get on the table. <laughs> no, I don't want him now. <laughs> now is not the time. Isn't right. <laughs> no. Well, can you could you it's say could you do you have something to add to like what was it that grabbed you about it? In particular, I mean, was it just like an early one for you, or was there something about it that just? Um. Honestly, I think that I came into the way that the Ramones were originally a little bit later. I think I I think I liked the intricacies and less the straightforward until I actually started playing music myself, and then having to like. Um, um, and then realizing the Ramones are super easy and learning all of their original stuff. So I think <laughs> I appreciated it differently because of that. <laughs> okay. Um, cool. Well, it definitely does have that 90s oh, yeah. sound. And I think this song is so funny because this song almost reminds me of something that Lemonheads would do. Don't kill me on sure. that one. Why it's just got that, those like mushy mushy vocals over uh a twang <laughs> a twang <laughs> that, that that guitar sound yeah that's right. i think that might be i'm still fighting for the country thing but yeah. that guitar sounds like that well that's definitely something the lemonheads did a lot yeah you know sure anyway i'm just trying to like legitimize my lemonheads no. reference <laughs> <laughs> well do you have more feelings about it i've I my feelings is that it's a yeah. country song that's that a punk band and a punk band of old men and one baby play. Okay, and how do you feel about that? Do you like that country song? I think I love this song. Oh, great! Um, because I, it's it's their only country song. No, no, not not exactly. It's it's more just my own my feelings, and they're as legitimate as anybody. Um, no, it's uh, anytime I play Mono Bizarro, something about this one always kind of perks me up mm. and a little like it's a downer of a song but i mean you know yeah. like the song itself lifts me up and i think it's also interesting that it's like how do i say this it's kind of mondo bizarro and th- uses this song in the exact space where these type of songs belong mm. so there's almost like just an appreciation to like you did it exactly right mm-hmm. You should, you lead with these other things and then your like big gem is right here. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm blanking on other examples like that, but there's other albums where it's like, yep. And now it's come as you are. And now mm-hmm. it's this. And you're like that, that's in slot three Yeah, is that those songs or at that period. And so, yeah, I, I love it. And I mean, again, this was their single, right? Yeah. Is it the yes. only single off Mondo Bizarro? No, I think there's another one, but this was, I believe the first. Yeah. Uh, Elise, how do you feel about this song? I like this song. Um, I think there is a little bit of twang to it that makes me not like it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, To me, again, like reintroduced by uh, a former boyfriend of mine who was not like emotionally available and then like played this song and then I was like, oh, you like this song too. God, you (laughs) suck. And now I always think a little men in their 20s in this song together which may have ruined the song for me totally fair that's so fair i also i went to the song meanings and the ones for the actual ramon song is not good but there are song meanings for the hymn version Mm -hmm. and it's 
it's mostly just a bunch of people being like, they play it live in Toronto. That was really cool. And then a bunch of other people being like, it's the Ramones and getting really mad. <laughs> yeah, I love so. Ramones fans because if anybody ever suggests that one of their songs, and they're like, no, you don't know anything. It was the Ramones first. You know? <laughs> really protective. Yeah, so fans. protective. Especially for a band that like covered so many songs and released singles of the song. Totally. Covered. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Cool. Well, uh, I like this song. Right. I think it's okay. Um, I, I think I gained more of an appreciation for it just by listening to it over and over and over again by itself. Sure. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Uh, what's your guys' uh, MVP on this one? Ooh. Elise, you want to go first on that? Oh, it's definitely CJ. Oh, CJ's nice. MVP of my heart. Art. <laughs> Baby CJ. <laughs> um, I'm going to give it to Dee Dee. Um, because he wrote it and uh, he wrote it with his own poison heart. You sure did. <laughs> sure did. Uh, I guess I will give it to... Ooh, maybe I'll give it to CJ too. Wow. Double siege. Why not? We all love a CJ, you know? Yeah. All right, well, do we have any further thoughts on uh, Poison Heart by band Ramones? <laughs> uh, the <I>, only <laughs> other thing I want to say is this is usually where we say something about how weird Joey's vocals are. And we didn't get pay too much tribute to that, and I just wanted to say we hear you. They are super weird. <laughs> when you say we hear you, do you mean we hear you, Joey, or we hear you people listening? We hear you people saying, wait, aren't they going to say how weird it is how he says, like, making friends with the hope. <laughs> uh, how he kind of, he kind of sounds like a trumpet man at okay. times. Uh, but I think it's totally great, and I love it. So I just want to get that. see, after, after hearing the Stiv Bader cover, which is, like, later in Stiv's life, he dies before it's released... Joey sounds so much more like put together and like coherent. I feel like because Stib's like really little and weird. <laughs> Joey's big and weird. <laughs> uh, yeah, go Joey's, big. Joey's big and full. Like there's something yeah. about the sound. His sound on this is full, even if it's weird. There's know? a lot of this sounds weird, but it's singing. Like yeah. he, he is singing, but he's also singing weird and sometimes. But he is doing a lot of singing, like crooning singing. almost. Almost. It's it's a warm crooning thing. Totally. Yeah. yeah. His vocals are very round and warm. Yes. So I just, sorry. Nice. I want to interrupt and throw that in. No, yeah, I think that was a, a, a nice final touch on that. Well, thank you so much, Elise, for joining us again here yeah. today. Uh, and thank all of you for joining us. Please follow us on Twitter at Ramones Podcast and join us next time when we will be discussing psychotherapy. Ooh, big one on Ramones of the Day. Ramones of the Day.